The Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Coghill Golf and Country Club, who we are happy and proud to partner with once again this year. Coghill features 72 holes of championship golf, including the world-famous Dubs Dread. They have a completely renovated practice area and driving range. It's essentially an academy that you can go and spend not only the day improving your game, but at night they've got lights now and two bars as well as a food truck to spend some quality time with some friends and family. They've been doing it this way since 1927, folks. Go out to coghillgolf.com to learn more. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. Let's face it, when you go out and play golf, you probably don't eat and drink very well. Well, a couple hot dogs, a few beers, yeah, we get it. Sharp Focus Nutrition replaces all of that with a systematic way to not only stay replenished throughout your round, but to also improve your game in doing so. Go out to sharpfocusnutrition.com to learn about their system. Let them know that we sent you. Pick up a system right now, sharpfocusnutrition.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. unfiltered mini series memoirs from magnolia lane my name is nikki dunnigan and i am so glad that you're here with us we are once again celebrating the first major of the year and clearly my favorite major of the year um, by bringing you stories and traditions surrounding the most sacred tournament um, from the patron point of view Um, Just a quick little disclaimer that this podcast is in no way affiliated with nor are we sponsored by Augusta National Golf Club, the Masters Tournament, or any of its affiliates. Um, Always like to throw that in there as a a little reminder. Um, But I am so, so, so excited to introduce you to our guest today, uh, an NCAA athlete on the women's golf team at the University of Arkansas, where she majored in broadcast journalism, then went on to work as a both a news anchor and a reporter for Fox, then on the digital team for NBC's Golf Channel. Um, She currently owns her own digital marketing agency and is a co-host of the Playing Around with Paige podcast with Paige Spiranek. I am honored to introduce you to one of my favorite people to um, send the absolutely unhinged and maniac 
text messages to all the time. Um, my dear friend, Samantha Marks, how are you today, Sam? What an intro, Nikki. That was <laughs> Um, I'm so good. I'm so excited. I feel like this is really the kickoff to when people are starting to talk about the masters, you know, after match play. So I'm super excited getting me all in the masters mood on this, on this happy fine day of the week. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And yeah, you're absolutely right. I feel like we get through, um, we get through match play and then it's like, okay, it's happening. It's happening. We're in masters week and you know, there's, there's rumbling starting to happen. And, um, I feel like no, and no one talks about the Valero. No one cares that it's happening. Cause it's just the, the break between, um, everything else and then masters week. So yeah, it's, um, it's exciting. Um, yeah, I, um, so before we jump into this, I want to ask you the question that we start every one of these episodes with, um, what makes the Masters a tradition unlike any other to you? That's a hard question. Um, I feel loaded. like yeah, it's loaded. It's loaded for sure. I think for me, what what has always shown its importance about the Masters and about Augusta National is the way that it unites everyone across all sports. When it mm -hmm. becomes, you know, the week or the two weeks before, in this case, before the masters, there's rumblings about it across Twitter, not just golf Twitter. And that's what I think is really cool is seeing other professional athletes, other commentators from other sports, major broadcast networks starting to get excited about a golf tournament. And it's our first major of the year, obviously as golf fans. Um, and so to not only have golf Twitter and our somewhat small community care about it, but to have, the whole sports world and even outside of the sporting world to care about it is something that I think is unwavering. And I think it's only going to continue to grow from here. And that's what I think I always look forward to this week and the beginning of next week um, when that's really going to be on display. Such a good point too, because it's like, even during um, March madness last week, you know, you had, obviously it, it's Jim Nance on the broadcast and he does the masters, but he starts, he starts talking about the masters tournament. And then you see everybody start talking about it on Twitter and like, Oh yeah, that's coming up. I can't wait. I can't wait. But it's like you said, it's not just the golf fans who are talking about it. It's everyone who's talking about it. It's the basketball fans. It's everyone going, Oh yeah. And you know, you see the coming in April commercials and um, you know, we, we both live in the South and so we live closer to Augusta and we see a lot of people um, with their master's gear and we see a lot of people who um, probably attend the tournament more often living closer to it. And so um, I think that that makes it a little more exciting for us too. Um, the fact that we're a little bit closer to that area and, and it makes it, I don't know, just like you said, it, it's, it's a universal, you know, um, like, I don't know, is the Olympics maybe the only other thing that, like, stretches across that? Maybe the Super Bowl. But even then, like, it's not – I don't feel like it's as big of a lead-up because you don't know, like, really who's going to play in it until the last minute. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many storylines in golf, period, because you have so many people to follow and so many different, like, events week to week, which is a whole other conversation. But yeah. um, I think it's just – it's a really special week in sports that everyone gets up for. Not to mention, obviously, we've talked about this before, but the masters.com digital product is incredible. Oh my God, yeah. 
And I always look forward to seeing how it's going to improve every year. Um, I know they have a, a new feature coming out this year, and I'm excited to see that. So I just think there's a lot of rumblings about it. And I feel like our, our little Twitter golf community is so – it feels small because we see the same names pop on our timeline all the time. But it just – it grows every year around this time, and I think that that's really special. Yeah, that's such a good point too. And even with the Super Bowl – like you said, we, we don't know who's playing, but there's a lot of people who they don't, they don't care about football, but they go to like watch the halftime show or something. But with the masters, there are people who don't watch golf, but they will still sit down and watch. There's not a halftime show with like the masters and like, it's not like they're, Oh, well, I'm going to watch the masters, but I'm only watching it for Rihanna. Like they're still watching the sport. Whereas like with the Super Bowl, it's not like they're watching the sport, you know? So yep. I think, that that's still that's such a big difference like there are people who are caring about golf for the first time you know and people I know for a fact do not care about golf at all and I'll see them be like wow it was so great to see Scotty Wayne great job and it's like did you even do you even know what like what a birdie is you know like that that I think is is, is pretty cool so and to your point too the access that the Masters gives to people to be able to watch the whole thing on their website is, is pretty cool. Um, actually just, Augusta just announced, um, that they are going to be doing something called watch party this year where you can actually like, I guess I haven't looked that much into it to be honest, but I, I'm assuming it's similar to how like Disney plus does their kind of watch party where you can watch together with like your friends and family. Um, which that actually might be kind of cool. Um, doing like a, I guess taking their inspiration from COVID and like Zoom parties where you would watch movies together and stuff. I don't know. Um, but speaking of COVID, actually, I did want to talk to you about your experience going to the Masters. One of the reasons that I had you on here is because you actually went to the tournament during a, a COVID year. Um, and I wanted to see kind of what what was your experience like because it was – well, it wasn't the, the 2020 COVID year, it was 2021, which was still technically a COVID year and tickets were really limited that year. How was that experience, I guess, compared to, you know, when you see those crowds on TV, you know, normally, or even the year after it, they're massive. What was that experience like being so limited? And how was that? Did you feel like you didn't get the true master's experience? Was there still master's magic, even though there wasn't like as many people around, you know, what, what was that experience like for you? So it was my parent, my parents' first time. And we happened to get tickets through my parents' friend who is a rules official um, for the masters and then other us or USGA events as well. But she works at the masters every year as a rules official. And it was, there was so much hype leading up to it in our family alone, because it was going to be their first time. I went back in 2010. I don't even remember yesterday. So like, I'm not going to say <laughs> I remember it in 2010, but like, I kind of don't. I was like 15 or 16. Yeah. It was just, you know, you're so young. You don't even, I like I played golf at the time, but I didn't have the same appreciation that I do for it now. Um, and so it really felt like a first time for me because I was going with my parents, my family, you know, and then my boyfriend at the time, which RIP. Um, and <laughs> it was incredible. So like I, you know, you always hear about Augusta and obviously, you know, but how there's nothing to really do there. It's kind of like a boring little sleepy town. And we stayed at 
the Wingate Hotel right there on the main strip right there, right off the interstate. And it was like 200 something dollars a night. It like was just felt like we were going on any other vacation. It didn't, it wasn't like outrageous prices. There weren't like big crowds anywhere. Um, that is and- an outrageous price though, because normally that hotel is probably like $49 a night. <laughs> oh, true. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Well, on the contrast though, on the contrast, um, I went to look at the same hotel and it says, get a quote right now. Yeah, so, so they're I, not even like listing normal prices. I would like to think it would two hundred dollars is probably cheap in comparison to what they're charging this right. year. Yeah, um, but we walked to um, the tournament, which was about a mile, and as you know, there's like no sidewalks really, so you're just like walking on the grass and on the street, trying not to get hit. Um, and it was just a really surreal experience. There weren't like bustles of people everywhere. Um, it was, you could walk easily, which I went to the waste management this year. Holy shit. Like that was not fun. And you know me, like, I don't really love watching golf in person to begin with. And so it was, it really made the experience completely a hundred thousand times better because you could actually see things without like running three holes ahead and waiting for someone or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just really trying to sneak into the crowd. That's not like, I'm not going to do that. Like I don't, I'm, I don't love any golfer enough to do that. And so it was just a really special experience to be able to, to see that with my family and have it be like, I look back at pictures now and I'm like, God, there's like no one there. Like, and it was just, it was really, really cool. I feel like we couldn't have chosen a better year. I mean, I know, I obviously know COVID came with a high price tag, but for, you know, what it gave to everybody who attended in 2021, it was a once in a lifetime experience. Seriously. What was the, what was the, like the pro shop like? Cause that's one of the things when, when there are so many people there, like you, you walk in and it's like this walking around. And like, yeah, I actually saw, I saw a picture the other day where somebody posted, um, it was, it, it was from Augusta and from the masters, like their, their picture of the pro shop. And just empty saying, you know, like, oh, you know, we're excited to bring the fans back. And for the first time ever, I noticed the floors like <laughs> of the pro shop and how like the, the, the wood grain in the floor and how they did the boards on the floor. Like they're just, they're, they're at this like cool angle and everything. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen the floors in there because there's just so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, exactly. Like I've never seen that floor. Because there's, there's just never, there's too many people for you to actually like look ahead of you and see any floor. You just only see people. That's it. Yeah. It was, it was really crazy. I look back on these photos and it feels like I was there like the Monday after or something when like no one was going to be there. Like, have you ever seen this photo with no one in it? That, that is crazy to me right there. Like the scoreboard and having... (laughs) just no one like there's yeah, like, this was a busy moment when I took a photo that was about how many people you would see walking around at any yeah given time. and yeah for those of you listening and not can't, watching on YouTube there's like maybe 30 people in front of that scoreboard right there like that that which is not a lot of people in front of that main scoreboard that's 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 crazy to me yeah, it, it made for a special experience as we, you know, if you're going to go for a second or third time, yeah, okay, it's it's pretty cool. You get to have more access. But for for us who was, I like to say it was my first time, even though it wasn't. But um, we went on Tuesday and Wednesday and it was just, 
it made you feel like you were there, like on a like special access visit, mm -hmm. even though it wasn't. That was just the case that year. Um, so yeah, I don't know how else to explain it other than like I look back at these photos and I'm, I'm like, are these? Did I Photoshop these people out? Like, where is everyone? <laughs> it's just, it's really cool. It was really cool. Golf Unfiltered is proud to partner once again with Mizuno Golf for 2023. Mizuno Golf is offering their new JPX 923 irons. And if you haven't heard about these yet, go out to our YouTube channel and see a full fitting that I do with Mizuno at Coghill Golf and Country Club. These irons are spectacular. They've got three medals, five different options of irons spanning the player's spectrum. So you are for sure going to find something great for your game. Go out to MizunoUSA.com today to learn more. Wow, that's crazy. Um, well, so I, I do have to ask your your sandwich opinion pimento cheese egg salad or are you like are you off the book are you one of the like club sandwich ham and cheese on rye girlies like so i love egg salad like just historically i love egg mm -hmm. salad um so if it was up to me on a regular day i would probably get the egg salad i'd never had pimento cheese before i ordered it for the 2019 taste of the masters or whatever the taste of the masters was before that. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's okay. I, it's really good, but I just, I think it's nothing to do with the pimento cheese at the masters. I think it's just that I don't love just eating a cheese sandwich. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, I did do the mix one time, like half egg salad, half pimento. Oh, cheese, yeah. And that was really good. Um, my parents stuck with the, you know, turkey sandwich or yeah, a ham on rye. So otherwise, I mean, the beer was really good. The crow's nest beer was yeah. incredible. So highly recommend that. Um, and yeah, I would say that was my go-to sandwich. Yeah, those are, those are good. I know. I think like people who just don't like pimento cheese in general, they're definitely not going to like Augusta's pimento cheese. Um, they, Augusta puts a lot of, of pimento cheese on the sandwich. So for a sandwich that has already really soft white bread, and then there's a lot of pimento cheese on it. It's like, it is a lot for a sandwich. Like at one time, like the, you have a half for you get, Oh yes. Yes. So pro tip. Yes. If you, if you want the pimento cheese sandwich and like, if you like pimento cheese, but you're like, well, oh, there's a little bit much, get the pimento cheese sandwich and then get a bag of like regular potato chips, open up your sandwich, scoop the pimento cheese off with a chip, like just eat it with a chip. Like it's an appetizer, close your sandwich bag, then eat it. And it just has like a little less of a layer. Like it's great. Or just do the taste of the masters and at home and you can put your own like ratio to bread and it's it's much better that's a much that's better. a pro tip if i've ever heard one yeah that's pretty good they used to they used to have like certain crackers that were a little bit thicker to you could do that with but the chips the chips hold up there's just enough salt to them that it's it's worth doing so Love that. Love that. yeah um well before we before we let you go i do want to ask so on your show um playing around with Paige. Um, where you're one of the co-hosts, you guys um, always have this segment called I Said What I Said, where you, you guys very unapologetically, you say what you said, you dive into a hot topic, and you give uh, one of your very, very strong opinions on it, and you do not apologize for it because, um, like, you said what you said. Um, and so I'm curious, do you have any um, opinions uh, that you, you're going to say what you said 
about Augusta or the Masters or this upcoming tournament? I have two. One is personal to me and one is in general. Personal to me would be that if I never got the opportunity to go back after 2021, I would be completely okay with that. Um, Number two, more generally, would be I have way more interest in going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday than I do going Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to the mm-hmm. master. I don't mm-hmm. like golf um, in person in general. And I think the the not having a phone part and not really being able to see, I know the leaderboards are up there, but like, it's hard to watch golf in person. And I can imagine when it's full ticketed event, like it's going to be, you know, from here forward and not a COVID year, it's, it would be hard to walk around. And I would much rather go if you have the opportunity Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you can take a camera. um, You can, you know, have that experience and have it be a little bit less stressful than having to watch golf rounds. So those would be my two hot takes. I, I will will agree with you on that a little bit. I am, um, you know, we grew up going only on tournament days and I loved that forever. Um, until I finally got to go on a practice round day and I was like, okay, this is, I kind of like this, like the, it, it's a little more relaxed. Like I, you're not as stressed about like, you know, but if I don't make it to this hole by this time, I'm not going to see this person, you know? And like you said, I don't have my phone to check like, oh, but this is their tea time. This is the, you know, and you have this, the, the, the sheets, but I don't have like a constant feed of where is so-and-so, where is so-and-so I'm just having to like guess by, oh, well, I heard this massive roar back here. I think that sounds like it's about 11. So Tiger's probably around 11. That means we need to head to 16 if we're going to be there by the time he gets there before the crowd gets there. Like I'm having to do math in my head and that's too much for me. That's a little bit stressful. Um, so like, like I, I agree with you on that. And like you said, you get to bring a camera and have those memory. I don't have a hard, I don't have any photos from growing up as a kid because we only went on tournament days when you couldn't take a photo and they didn't start doing the founder circle photo until I was grown. So like, there's no evidence of me being there as a kid. Um, was she really even there? I know. I know. Right. Did she make all this up? Um, yeah. So I, I will agree with you on that. I will say though, if you are there on a tournament day, Thursday, Friday, in my opinion is better than the Saturday, Sunday. So I don't know. I, that my, my, like hot take my, my, I said what I said, um, is way less, um, is way more niche than that. I think, um, I think, and yeah, you're going to laugh at this because it has to do with Jordan Spieth. Um, I think that Augusta national should let them wear their hats in the, in the jacket ceremony if they want to, because, and or, or or at least or at least have like a stylist on hand like for you know because they most of these guys they come right off the course and then they go to like butler's cabin where they like put it on and then they go out to the you know green and then they do the whole thing and like most of them at least run a hairbrush to it and that's fine but like I, and it's less about the guys who need just like a hairbrush it's more about the guys who have like the forehead tan line that is like forever like cemented in their 
ceremony, green jacket ceremony photos forever. Like maybe if they want to like put the hat back on for the picture, just, you know, let them do it. Let them do it. I don't think. Yeah. I think that's a, it's a really good take. I mean, they don't let them have them on in the clubhouses either. Right. So that's probably like, it's just a, when you're inside, like under a roof, that's a problem, I guess. Um, it, for me, it's the tan line, but it's also, well, Jordan Sweet doesn't really have hair to brush, but it's also <laughs> the like indentation yes. hat. So like when I, when I go out and play golf, like I wear my hat pretty tight. Like, I don't know. I don't want it to come off. I don't be worrying about it. And then when I go take it off to go inside to lunch or something, I'm like, gee, I look so awful. Like, and there's no way to go around it. So I'll try to like bring a headband or like something, but there's nothing. Yeah. Those photos are tough. Imagine no. if sync won the Masters right now. Yeah, yeah, like, no, that hole in the back. Like when when Cam Smith was like in contention last year, all I could think about was one like that mullet blowing in the wind, like with that green jacket, but also how sweaty it was going to be from like here up, and just how flat and like squished it was going to be under that hat. And then when he took that hat off, like were they? Were they going to brush it? Was there going to be like a blow dryer back there? He could like at least air it out before. Like, I don't know. The, that In every other, I mean, I literally watched Sam Burns. He got to wear his hat holding up the little silver trophy or crystal trophy the other day. So why can't they wear it when they're putting their green jacket on? I don't know. I just think. I think it goes back to like Sam was outside, right? Well, okay, so maybe not when they're in Butler Cabin doing the little like conversation, but they go back out to the they go back out to the green to put the jacket on when they're standing there with all the members. Like, let them put the hat back on if they want to. I don't know if that's a personal decision or if that's an Augusta decision or if they just don't. I don't know, but I it may be I that think. they took it off and then just kept it off. Maybe I don't know, but like. I, this is a good take, though. I agree with you on this one. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it's more of like maybe one of their wives needs to be like, put, put the hat on. Put, put it on. Well, we'll see whose wife is going to be. Yeah. yeah. This year. I hope yeah. it's Yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, we are so looking forward to the Masters this year. Um, one final question. Who's your pick? Who do you think is going to take it? Meredith Sheffler. Meredith Sheffler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to not go that direction. So, yeah. Yeah. If we're going like not stock pick, I would maybe go Max Homa, but I still think that's a good pick as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll go with you on that too. Um. I know. I. I think like if we're for just going like in a master's pool, I don't know that I'd, I'd pick him to go an outright winner, but like Cam Young is looking pretty strong. Like yeah. if you take him in a pool of like different tiers, he's looking pretty decent. I don't know that I'd take him for an outright winner though, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Um, yep. All right. Where, where can um, people find you and follow you? at Samantha S. Marks. And then, yeah, we host the Playing Around podcast with Paige kind of every week, depends on what, what's going on. But, um, yeah, we 
kind of do a lot of the same stuff that Nikki and, and the GU team are doing. So we love, we love cross pollinating like this. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, be sure to go follow, um, Sam on all of her platforms and be sure to go give them a listen and a follow. Um, they have manifested. They're going to be the number one podcast in the world. Um, so hopefully we'll be (laughs) following right behind them. Um, and, um, be sure to give them a follow and, um, keep listening to us as we bring you more episodes of memoirs from Magnolia Lane during master's week this week. Um, and be sure to give us a follow if you are not. And, um, also you can continue voting for us, um, for the best golf sports podcast through April 6th. So that is through, uh, Thursday through master's week. Um, And we will be back with you again soon. Thanks for listening.